the late night anger management class continues level two this is sports rage i am gabriel morenci the pimps the players the hustlers our affiliates everybody else in between and of course the people that bust them throwing it down here uh, this evening the uh, golden state warriors come back uh, to beat the los angeles lakers 115 113 and how many parlay tickets have been ripped up tonight how many money line uh parlays have been shattered uh with this uh this result this evening i gotta tell you it crossed my mind i looked at it i was like you know what should i put the lakers in a money line parlay tonight they seem to win every night and i was like nah nah don't do it uh don't do it it was hit or miss for us in the nba uh this evening as uh, we miss with the houston rockets but we hit uh with our props and i tell you what we've said it before we're going to say it again when it comes to prop betting you can ride the hot hand and there is smart handicapping involved but these numbers are also sharp man look Kevin Durant tonight his prop was 29 and a half points the dude scored 30 points right and it's not a coincidence they, you know, th that happens quite often uh, but Jeremy Grant continues to kill it man Detroit Pistons shh, it's a secret don't tell anybody it's a stone cutter shh, shut up shut up but it is our job to tell you these things and listen I knew that Jeremy Grant was killing it and he was going over his prop every night but I never wanted to mush it. We've taken it a couple of times, but I have a tendency of jumping on these things. It's like, oh, he's seven and one to the over, eight no to the over. But this dude really is just killing it right now. And nobody really knows it because he plays for the Detroit Pistons. Like the probably one of the least talked about sports organizations in the, in the world. Like honestly. But on the plus side, at least the Pistons aren't in the news for flashing their piston to anybody. Unlike the New York Mets, as um, Jared, Jared uh, Porter, general manager of the uh, New York Mets, has put a whole new meaning to uh, meet the Mets. As he sent unsolicited photos to a female reporter. And we'll, we'll go over the details of this, the sordid details, the very sordid uh, details to this uh, saga. And, you know... His heart might have been in the right place. <laughs> I think he liked her. <laughs> I think he liked her for real. Uh, but the problem is, as I stated, if a woman sends a man naked pictures, the man will be very happy. They don't think the same way, evidently. Bring it. What is the winning edge? It's sports news you can use. And you can only get it right here. We are Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to the voice of authority, actionable insights and expert analysis on daily sporting events. In other words, information you can take to the bank. Stay tuned for more sports gaming strategies that are as good as gold. We are Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Grid Radio Network. My name's Bobby and I am an addict. Hey, Bobby. Hey, you know, you folks aren't here because you're gamblers. You are here because you are terrible gamblers. Okay, Bobby. These folks don't need to stop doing what they're doing. They just need to get better okay. at it. 
The late night anger management class continues. I am Gabe Lawrence. We're throwing it down uh, here on the Monday Night Meltdown. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 204, our digital platforms, and uh, more. The Golden State Warriors rally back. They were down big uh, tonight. They beat the Lakers 115 to 113 uh, this evening. The New York Knicks have a two-game uh, win streak, and that's actually news uh, that the Knicks <laughs> have a two-game two-game win streak. But poor, you know, only the Knicks. Huh? Knicks have a two-game win streak, except uh, tomorrow morning on the back page of the New York Post and the New York Daily News. And I got to be honest with you, George. George Kurt steps up and then and joins us. I cannot wait to see. Uh, what the New York uh, Post back page is going to be considering the New York Mets uh, general manager situation right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, are you flabbergasted? How does an organization not catch this, especially when this story apparently has been out there for three, four years, that ESPN was sort of holding it, other people knew about it. I mean, uh, weird. Just weird that the Mets just, even on its new ownership, I kind of like Steve Cohen. He's like he's doing the right thing. Like Alderson, a professional baseball guy. How does nobody catch this? So, uh, you know, I was, I was, a couple things going through my head tonight. I had a good good gambling night, good fantasy night. I owned this one, and thankfully I'm not a Mets fan. Yeah, so the New York Mets seemingly find themselves in these controversies, sometimes even of their own uh, undoing. And last year, they hired a manager that was caught up in the cheating scandal. So they, they made the change before the season started. And I don't know if they're going to make a change here uh, this time around. I, I don't think they will, to be honest. It doesn't seem like they're in a hurry. We'll see what the outcry is. It'll be the court of public opinion now, George. They're not going to have a choice. He'll, he'll have to go. It's New York. You have no choice. He has to go. It's all out there. I'm sure you've seen all the text he sent there. I mean, it's there. There's no denying this. I mean, it's it's there. He'll have to go. There'll be all oh, the women's groups are going to go bananas now, and the writers are going to be upset about him that you know he did this to one of their own. Uh, no, I think. Uh, you know, I know it's a different ownership group, but it's the sort of the same thing they did with Beltran, right? They didn't fire him right away either. They tried to oh see if we can give see if it'll fly under the radar here, and the media won't run with it. They're going to run with it. I mean, tomorrow and Wednesday is going to be a nightmare for the Mets, and all the questions they're going to ask about this, they're not going to have a choice. I think he has to go. Yeah, and the details are – the problem is, if it was just a picture, you know, we've seen this. We saw this with Brett Favre uh, before. Uh, we saw it with Brett Favre, and if it was just a picture once. But the problem is, he sent her, like, 60 messages. So the story is – a New York Met general manager uh, sent explicit unsolicited texts and images to a female reporter in 2016, culminating with a, a picture of his, uh, of his junk, according to a copy of the text history. So uh, she was a foreign correspondent and moved to the United States to cover Major League Baseball. Um, she met him at Yankee Stadium in an elevator. They were discussing foreign baseball players. He said, let's go for a drink. She thought that she, he, you know, she went for the drink with the guy thinking it would be a great source and it should be a source uh, for him. Except then he started sending her messages. How come you're ignoring me? And then he started raising it up a notch. She sent her 60 messages. Um, then he sent her photos from a, a hotel and a restaurant. Then he started sending her pictures of himself, his body and stuff. And then basically it culminated with a shot of his uh, his bare penis. Now, what's interesting about this is as the report goes on to say that it was sort of well known in baseball circles that this had happened. And 
ESPN in 2017 had obtained these text messages and had confirmed it with other baseball people, etc. So it's just interesting that the Mets say tonight um, that this was the first time that we have heard about this at all before, which I don't know. I mean, so basically what, everyone in baseball knew about this except, uh, except them? That's a tough sell right there. Well, listen, whether they tell them the truth or not, we'll probably never know. But what are they going to say? Oh, yeah, we knew about it. Didn't care. Yeah, of course. I mean, I had to think somebody knew about it. I mean, once again, if it's out there, how did, did you do any kind of background check? Any kind of background check at all? I mean, most of these organizations have former FBI agents who run these things from them. They find out every little thing about you, but they didn't catch this, and it was out there. This was no. This is, is a secret that everybody sort of knew. You know, it was certainly there. Yet the Mets hired him anyway. I mean, strange, just strange here. Uh, like I said, I think this is a disaster for the Mets. It's gonna, they're gonna. It's the New York media. They're gonna run with it again. They're gonna see. Oh, every text message he said is gonna be in every newspaper for the next couple of days, and they're gonna be grilling it line by line by line by line. And you mentioned you sent a picture of his junk. I uh, forget it. It's uh, they're not gonna have a choice. They're gonna have to move on here and be much more diligent the next time they hire somebody. Yeah, there, this is something, you know, as I stated, it doesn't seem like they want to. And, you know, they're not, they, you know, listen, they can't immediately fire the guy. They're caught off guard by this, or at least they're caught off guard uh, by, by the fact that the public is in on this uh, right now. The problem is, though, for this Porter dude, is everything is very disingenuous. And as the woman states, so why is she coming uh, forward with this now? She didn't before. And she has a good point, and it's true. You look at Jen Sturger, who um, was the female reporter. Remember Jen Sturger? She was a big media pop, uh, you know, culture star, whatever. And she was working in New York around the Jets, and Brett Favre sent her pictures of his junk. And she reported it, and she got blackballed. Brett Favre did, and she did, (laughs) right? And the lady, this reporter is saying basically where she's from that even if you're like a victim of a sexual assault or something, you get blamed for it. And she doesn't want to deal with this. She doesn't need to do with it. But she's not covering baseball anymore. She's not in the baseball industry anymore. And she basically said she's coming clean now about this because she saw that he just got this job and she said, you know, he's even more powerful now. So I don't want this to happen to other people. He's even more powerful than he was before. And then she went on to say, and quite frankly, he's, he was never really very sorry. Like, she didn't believe his apology. And if you read the ESPN piece, guys, basically, he denied it to ESPN at first. So he was like, what, are you doing a story on this? Like, you know, he said, no, I never did anything like that. And then, of course, he went to, oh, I sent her some pictures, but never of my junk. It was just standard stock pictures, like... Like I said, he, he wasn't honest with ESPN about it, which isn't good either. You, know, you have to wonder about this guy's character. You know, it starts off here, and, you know, ESPN, is it's a little sordid, but um, they have a picture of him. He sends her a picture. You're so pretty. Do you have a boyfriend? All right. Is it inappropriate for And at the time, he was the player. He was the head of the Chicago Cubs. So he was a big shot. He wasn't a GM of the Cubs, but he was one of the player personnel headshot uh, of the Cubs. Uh, under uh, Epstein and stuff. So, do you have a boyfriend yet? He sent a selfie, said, it can be me. He's a younger guy. That's okay. You know what I mean? It's inappropriate somewhat, but it's okay. 
Um, but when it gets to the point of you're sending your 60 messages and how come you're not responding to me? And then, but I don't understand the logic. If a woman's not responding to you, then why do you think that sending her a picture of your junk is going to make her respond to you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think the better question is this. Uh, and you're right about that, by the way, also. But why would you, if you're in this position, why would you send anyone a picture of your junk? Don't we tell our kids this? Make sure you don't do this. It's out there forever. It could come back to haunt you. You have a job in Major League Baseball. You know it's going to be there where at any moment it could pop up and cause this problem. I mean, you can make it out. He should, he should be fired just for doing that. Even if she wanted it, he should be fired for doing that. How stupid can you be? And I'm not going to blame the victim here. I mean, granted, it, it did go through my head as well here. Interesting timing that she brings it back up. But she's out of the game now, not worried about retribution. So I'm not going to get on her for doing it. Uh, ESPN sat yeah, on it. They'll wait for, for a better anybody. option. Yeah, no, she, she said she won't sue, right? Several it. times she said she's not going to exactly. sue. Exactly. Yeah, she's not looking for any money. She's not coming forward. She's, and the thing is, she's not making it up. I mean, we see the pictures. The pictures are there. The late night anger management class continues. Bring it. We do this 24 hours a day, working hard to bring you the news you can use. Get on the grid. We are Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 52 weeks a year. Don't believe us. Never turn us off. You'll see. Keep listening to Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Oh, yeah, it's all set. They got the bug boy out. The bug boy. The little fella's been riding his heart out. They're going to break his maiden. Really? Slow out there. Rain last night. Oh, this baby loves the slop. Loves it. Eats it up. Eats the slop. Born the slop. His father was a mutter. His father was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. His mother was a mutter. What did I just say? The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Dave Lombardi. Uh, we're still waiting for the New York Post cover uh, to take uh, shape uh, here. Uh, following the New York Met general manager situation. It's just amazing. And, you know, I remember, George, like, we can go, it's, you know, we'd be here all night as far as scandals with the New York Mets. But we're talking about a team that on the 4th of July a couple of years ago, guys, the 4th of July festivities at their, uh, <laughs> at their spring training, their farm team, their fireworks, they set the outfield on fire. And like a big fire too, like you know what I mean. Like palm trees were burning everywhere. It was like a you know a massive fire in the outfield. They started the season. Remember George? Like Noah Syndergaard flipped out. What the hell are we going to Syracuse for? For whatever reason, there was like a mound of dirt on Syracuse. Like I don't know, it was like this stupid, stupid thing. Oh yeah, um, um, Syndergaard's got got hand, foot, and mouth disease before. Um, he got injured this year. Stroman sat out. They hired a manager, Carlos Beltran, that was part of the cheating scandal, so they, they let him go before they, uh, before he ever uh, coached a game, managed a game. And I was just thinking, at the time, it was a big deal when Brody Van Wagner actually was you know, managing from the couch. Remember, that was a big scandal? They're like, is a general manager at home watching the games and like call the dugout and tell him to take pictures out? And it's actually kind of common. 
You know, what I mean? it's just that he wasn't he wasn't in the press box when he did it. He was on his couch. That's a, I, I, the, the Mets like wish they had a scandal like that now. But the, you know, George, the fact is, Steve Cohen just took over. The Wilpons were always known as being dysfunctional, though they were involved with uh, with Madoff and the money scheme. Like, there's always something with the Mets guys. Okay, there's always something with the Mets. They have a new owner who's like uber, uber, uber rich. He's tired of the Mets being a laughing stock, and now here they are. They're a laughing stock. This guy, Jared Porter, has got to go. He's got to get fired, like, right away. Like, they have to have a press conference in the morning and say he's already fired. My guess is right now lawyers are taking hold of it, right? That's what happens here. No, that's why they don't fire him right away. You got to go through with lawyers, go through the contract, make sure you can get out of it. Can't fire him. Got to make sure you use the right language in the firing for cause and other things like that. Uh, he, he won't survive. There's no way they keep him. Uh, you know, I know it's the Mets. I mean, only the Mets can make the Wilpons look good, right? They had nothing to do with this. It wasn't their hire that did this. Uh, just, just strange. I mean, really, it's just strange. It just, it just bothers me. Uh, we, we've already talked about this. I mean, it was out there. You know, it was it was apparently in baseball yeah. circles. This was not shocking. It was out there. So who? I mean, well, who me is heading you, your uh, what investigative party? Well, whatever. Who does you, what? George. Isn't Sandy Alderson kind of in tune with like everything that would be going on in baseball? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like wouldn't he be in tune with everything? Like kind of like if it was out there. Like like guys, because the story says ESPN says this happened in 2016 on into 2017. They knew about it. And they said sort of people in baseball kind of knew about it. It wasn't a secret, right? And now the Mets dropped tonight. This is the first we heard of this this evening. We're looking into it. I don't know. I, I don't believe them. My own personal belief is I don't believe them. They just thought no one would find out or they thought, whatever. She never told the public before about this. Why is she going to tell, tell the public now? But I believe her reason. I believe her reason. And it's a valid reason. As a man... It's easy for men to say, and I see people in our chat, oh, why now, and blah, 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 whatever. Guys, I'm in the media. Women get treated differently, all right? It definitely is, all right? They get hit on by everybody. Like, they, they do. They get hit on by the athletes. They get hit on by, you know, by bosses. And they're, it's, they're in a tough situation. Um, so I believe her. And also, if you're a reporter, you know, you go out for drinks with a GM. Like, if you're a dude and you're going out with a drink with a guy, you know, it's a good source, right? She doesn't automatically think, you know, that this guy's going to start doing this right now. He should have realized after the first couple of times. The first advances, you, if you look at the story, guys, he sent her a picture, not as junk, but basically, you're so beautiful, here's a selfie of me, you know, I'd like to be your boyfriend type of stuff. You know, once she cut it off, because she responded... But after, you know, he got started asking her out all the time, she, she, she realized, I'm not getting any baseball info from this guy. Yeah, I'm only getting, this guy just wants to do me, right? And then when you get up to 60 message, that's almost harassment, George. That is harassment. 60 messages, that's harassment. You can only do that to, like, an ex-wife or something, George. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, it's the, but wait, who, who says, I want to be your boyfriend? I don't think I've said that to anybody since, what, senior in high school? Who says that? <laughs> Who talks like that? I mean, that's just that's also weird. This weird conversation from uh, Porter. My, I, listen, I agree with you. I think the Mets knew about it. They had to know about it. I mean, Alderson, uh, he's been around forever. He knows everybody. What, everybody hates him, and no one wants to tell him, "Hey, Sandy, don't hire this guy. He's done this in the past." My guess, but my problem is this: 
It's not like Porter was this hot hire. Well, oh, we have to get him. All right, we'll try and cover this up. If they knew about it, why hire him? This wasn't like a guy you had to have. That's that's the only part that bothers me about this. I was like, why would you exactly. risk that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you just hired, like, you know, exactly, oh, Billy Bean and, oh, we got to, you know, he wants to take the jig. Exactly. Like, so, and this is, this is also what's bad about this, all right, is his response to ESPN now. And it's a good point that you raised as far as, I, you know, I'll be your boyfriend, which clearly, you know what I mean? He was just, you know, and it's unprofessional. That's another thing, guys. It's unprofessional. If you're in a position of power, it's unprofessional. You can't be, you know what I mean, dangle. You can't be doing this stuff with reporters. And I know it happens, but if, you know what I mean, if, if she's not in, you got to move on. Move on to another one, bro. And you got to believe, too, that, oh, is this the only time he's ever done anything like this? Is this the only reporter, like, that he's ever uh, treated like this before? So what's crazy is ESPN calls him. And uh, basically, uh, Porter acknowledged ESPN that he texted the woman but initially said that he never sent any pictures of himself. Presented with more evidence, he then denied that he ever sent explicit pictures of himself. Presented with more evidence, he then said, no, no, I just sent joke stock images. Like, what, what kind of answer is that? That's even worse. Like, you're almost like, to me, I'm not his lawyer, but the better way of going with this, bro, would be, listen, I thought we had a relationship. She responded to a few texts. I was way out of line. I made a mistake. Um, as opposed to, no, no, I didn't do it. Oh, wait, but I did it. No, no, but I didn't do it. I did do it, but I never sent, like, George, now he's lying. Like, every, like, he's not, and then she even goes, you know, he's not really sorry. He, he was never really sorry about it either. And I believe her now. Like, look, look at it. He lied to ESPN about it right away. He would have been better off just shutting up the ESPN and saying, I have no comment on this, right? But instead, he denies it, and then now he looks like a liar. He's a liar, George, right? He's quoted as being a liar to ESPN now. Yeah, he doesn't look like a liar. He is a liar. Now, you're 100% correct. What he should have done, no comment, talk to a lawyer, and then you get the PR people into it. And they probably should have played it off exactly as you said it. Oh, no, I thought we were into each other. You looked some of the texts here, blah, blah, blah. I thought you liked me. I took it too far. I'm embarrassed. I'm probably not, but you play the old PR game there. Nothing may change out of that, by the way. I think he still probably gets fired. Either way, no matter what you say, you sent your junk to a reporter. I mean, you can't you can't escape that. He just made it ten times worse by talking to ESPN. This is why lawyers tell you to shut up, right? Play the fifth, shut up. Let us do a talking for you. You can only get yourself in more trouble. Like I said, so Porter acknowledges the ESPN. He texted the woman, but initially said he never sent any pictures. Presented with more evidence, he denied. Uh, then, when presented uh, that he sent explicit pictures, he denied it, and then admitted sending her joke stock images. Like, you know, like, basically, you've just incriminated yourself. You've lied. And now you sound like, basically, we all know you did it. Like, you know what I mean? There's no, it's just, it's just, and it's the way, and guys, is this the biggest scandal in the world? Because I'm sure there's people tuning in and some guys driving around right now thinking, oh, oh, oh who cares? This is dumb and stuff like that. And, I, you know, we're not women, so whatever. But, and as I stated, George, if someone sends me breast pics, I'm not going to panic. I won't report them. But without being stated, you, he's not just some guy, George. This isn't like a guy, you're just a 30-year-old man, and you meet a woman in a bar, you get her number, and you send her a pic of yourself. Bro, you're the general manager of the New York Mets, George. 
Like, you represent a big-time franchise here. Like, you can't be doing stuff like that. Gabe, I can't tell. I'm a father of two young girls. I tell them all the time, many times, don't send pictures to anybody that you that you don't want mom and dad to see. How is a 30-year-old man, or however old he was when he did this, not know that? You just don't do stuff like that. That's, that's why I keep saying, in my mind, that alone gets you fired. You have no sense of, you don't have common sense. You didn't think things through. Yeah, you, you, obviously, you're thinking with the wrong head there. So that alone, in my mind, means you should be fired. When you do stupid stuff like that, that stuff I tell a 14-year-old, more or less, uh, you know, a grown man here. Like, it's weird. He took stock. And what do stock photos mean, by the way? First thing I thought of was, that mean you were looking at someone else's junk and sent yeah, yeah, that yeah, picture yeah, yeah. to them? So, yeah, Weird. Know, so what is a joke? As a joke, you sent a, a picture of, come on. Like, that's even worse, like your answer, right? You should, Like I said, the best thing to say, like, he should have shut up, had a press conference tomorrow and said, I'm incredibly embarrassed, but I liked her. You know what I mean? I liked her. I, I directed my like in a, in a bad way. I'm getting counseling for my issue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you pour it on thick. You cut it off. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Pardon the pun. You cut it off. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is here, George, as well, he met her in an elevator at Yankee Stadium. So it's like, whatever, dude. So what? You're at work, you're at a baseball game at Cubs Yankees, and you're, you know, you're hitting all the porters in the elevator? It's even worse. Like, I think I managed for that continues pregnant. Since you were a little kid, you've always loved sports. Coming at you all day, every day, with more attitude than other lesser networks would deem appropriate. We are Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Look, we're not saying all the other sports talk networks are backwards, but we're pretty sure they all have a favorite Yeehaw episode. Get on the grid. Yeehaw. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. For you. I know, Marge. I'm waiting for the new XFL season. Who will win this year's million-dollar game? Who? Who? Honey. The X is for extreme. There is no XFL this year. The league folded. Bridget, who told you? Last year's MVP. He sweeps up toenails at the beauty parlor. That anger management class continues. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down. George Kern, sports grid, kicking with us. Brent Sablowski from... Uh, Bleacher Report will kick it with us a little bit later on. We'll get into some National Football League uh, football, just talking about the Mets situation, and we'll move on from this. But I was just thinking, you know, we've seen this before. Remember Sean Salisbury of uh, of ESPN, who was uh, pretty good on the radio and TV, actually. He was better at that than he was a quarterback um, at the time. You know, he had a real good career going post-football, and uh, he decided to flash his junk at some of the thing is, too. Like I said, it's never, it's not appropriate in any time, but you know, I'm not going to be the biggest prude. It's a social media world and stuff. Yet the thing is, like Sean Salisbury did it to a woman that works at ESPN. Like some, you know what I mean? That he saw every day at the workplace, which is highly inappropriate. And it's the same thing. If you're a baseball executive 
it's one thing in your personal life if you know what I mean. You're you're going out to clubs at night. You know what I mean. You're doing you know it's your own business, but you know like, like the story is. So not only this. So she's the the woman worked at baseball. You were trying to string her along that you were going to give her scoops, and you met her at Yankee State. Like I'm if I'm the Yankees, I'm almost offended. I'm like, so what, this sleazeball's hitting on chicks in my elevator at Yankee Stadium, George? You know what I'm saying? If I'm the Yankees, I'm not happy about this even. It happened in my stadium. Well, it's beginning already, by the way. Uh, New York Post, Joel Sherman already has a column out uh, about uh, what's going on. Uh, Joel Sherman is a baseball columnist for the Post, Major, Major League Baseball Network insider. And the headline, Mets must fire Jared Porter amid sexting scandal. So it, it's, it's beginning. Uh, he's not going to survive this. Another thing, little tidbit here. Uh, this doesn't really mean anything yet, but it's another reason why the Mets have really no choice here. Is remember, Cohen and his company, uh, I forget the name of the company, uh, they were a part of the Meet, a Point 72 Asset Management. That's the name of the company. They were investigated as part of the Me Too allegations. You know, and that's part of the reason why some of the owners in baseball thought it maybe he shouldn't be an owner because of that. So this is another reason why he, he can't let this go. He has no choice now because if he lets this go, what does it say? He's, he okays. He just doesn't bother him. Yeah, do what you want to do. Like I said, uh, this is going to snowball over and over again. Post is already out with it. Newsday, Daily News, they'll follow through as well here. He's he's as good as gone. Yeah, you know what? It's it's a good point. And it's just, it's a situation that the, I wonder though at Alderson, because if I'm Steve Cohen right now, I'm living. We just, I just bought the team. As you stated, I've had these issues with my company in the past. I just bought this team. The big deal is we're not a laughing stock. We're not, you know what I mean? This is this is a new operation, new under new management, so to speak. So did Alderson know and not tell Cohen? Or did Cohen know? Because I'm wondering right now, so you you know, you got Alderson in PR mode. Oh, I didn't know, I didn't know. I'm wondering if Cohen's sitting at his mansion in New Jersey right now, just livid, thinking Alderson lied to me. And I asked Alderson if there was anything. I wonder about, I, I like to know what's going on. Like, to, I, I wish we had a wiretap now. <laughs> like, uh, I'd well, like to don't... be hearing, the, I'd like to hear the phone calls between Cohen, Alderson, uh, Manford, and everyone in baseball right now, together right now, George. It's funny you should mention that, though. Because if you read Alderson's statement, which just came out, what, a couple of hours ago, maybe not even a couple of hours ago, the last two lines of the statement are interesting. He says, Jared has acknowledged to me his serious error in judgment, has taken responsibility for his conduct, has expressed yeah. remorse, all fine and good. And the last line here, and has previously apologized for his actions. What do you mean previously? Doesn't that sort of indicate that he knew about this before today? Yeah, yeah I know. And he just said, you just found out about it tonight. So how would you exactly? So what? That so what? It's okay that Porter told you. Oh, I apologize to her. We're good. <laughs> like I said, Alderson seemed to think that this was just gonna. I don't know. Did he like? I don't. He can't be that dumb that in New York City he knew that this wasn't gonna blow up right now. And th you know, this is only coming out in the late night hours. I mean, New York talk radio tomorrow is gonna be all over this. The stories are already popping up as you stated. Joel Sherman, very in influential reporter. Um, in New York, already has the column up in the New York Post. Must uh, 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 Mets must fire Jared Porter amid sexing scandal, says uh, Joel Sherman. And he'll this will just be the first of uh, many uh, columns uh, to come. And it's you know he, under new management, you can't let this happen, George. You got you you got you got to fire this guy. And as you state, it's not like this guy's some boy wonder genius or anything.
No, he's he's gone. I mean, it's a shame for the Mets uh, because everything was going good, right? Steve Cohen, you mentioned there's oodles and oodles of money here. They're spending money. You know, they got this guy, they got that guy. They're going to be respectable. They're going to play like a big market team. And then, you know, what, a year ago we get Carlos Beltran, and now you get, you know, uh, Jared Porter. I mean, amazing. Guys, Just amazing. George, George, as I mentioned, like, Steve Cohen, man, the guy's like one of the richest men in America. He's a lot like the owner of the Panthers, man. Like, these guys, they don't like to be embarrassed, man. You know what I mean? Like, they don't like to be embarrassed. They don't like screw-ups. And and as Joel Sherman says, Cohen hired Sandy Alderson for credibility purposes and trusted him to hire this guy. So that's what I was saying earlier, George. To me, even before I see Sherman's column, I'm thinking right now, man, Cohen's pissed at Alderson right now. Thinking, you dumbass, like, I trust you. I tell you, go hire someone, and this is the guy you freaking hire? And now, like you said, what's your little comment? You just said you found out about this tonight. Now you're talking about it previously. And if you read Alderson's quote there, George, he sounds pretty sympathetic to Porter, doesn't he? There was no, oh, we want to apologize to the reporter. There was none of that. Oh, no, 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 it's a, uh, he apologized. We're good. That's the way it came off from Alderson. You know, you would think they would have learned from the Houston scandal. Remember what happened with the reporter there? And they uh, did pretty much not the same thing, but they defended. Oh, no, never never said that. Never happened. And you, they always blame the uh, the victim here. Always. You know, Alderson, I'll tell you what, if you're Cohen, and let's say the scenario you just described happened where Alderson lied to me. If I'm Cohen and Alderson lied to me, I'm firing him too. I can't have that. I can't, and it has nothing to do with the embarrassment. I just can't have that. I can't have my the general manager of a team I just bought lying to me already a month in. I can't have that. George Kurtz kicking it with us. Speaking of uh, dumbasses, so Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel uh, tweeted uh, after the Cleveland Browns uh, lost Stephen A. Smith sipping a beverage with a smirk um, after the game. Uh, you know, people on Twitter, one Twitter user says, Manziel hasn't worked this hard on a Sunday in his life. Uh, wow. Imagine crapping on the only team that gave you an opportunity, said another one. Just when you thought uh, the night couldn't get any more weird, Johnny Manziel starts uh, tweeting. You know, like, really, what a loser. Like, uh, what, what, uh, and, 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 and then Manziel tweets, people can't take L's in 2021, grow up. Uh, stuff happens, but not stuff, he says. Uh, he later added, I'm not even mad, I'm petty. Not a good look for Johnny Manziel, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Just get on with your life, Johnny. Let it go. Like, really? You're going to mock a team because they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs? Like, you know, I hate, for lack of a better term, the guy, like, you're not a kid anymore, Johnny Manziel. You're 28 years old, man. Like, stop acting like a punk, bro. It's unbelievable, George. Well, that's what he was coming out of college, right? I mean, he, he did that when he got drafted. He got drafted by Browns. He's doing the money, uh, uh, the money symbols with his fingers uh, while he's walking across the stage. There, he's never grown up. You know, I'm actually surprised more players aren't like this. By the way, they've been coddled their whole lives. They're a top player, top in high school, top in college. Everything's handed to them. You know, and I get a little reality hit here. We have a lot of people acting like 17-year-olds tonight. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, with Pittsburgh Steelers players running their mouth after about the Browns, even though they lost to them. Uh, it's just a lot, lot of stupidity. Then you look at the class in Buffalo donating to Lamar Jackson's charity. Uh, so what do you think about the NFL Final Four? Who do you got playing in the Super Bowl, Kurtz? What are you going to be betting on this week? 
<laughs> well, I'm not betting. I'm not touching Kansas City at all until you find out about Mahomes. Although I would be drop dead shocked if he doesn't play on Sunday. All right, what doctor's going to say? Oh no, you can't play, buddy. Yeah, that's not going to. The NFL wants him to play. Everybody outside of Buffalo fans wants him to play. So unless unless he can't play, the head uh, you know the headaches are that bad. He's playing. Listen, uh, if you're going to bet on KC, you know you probably if you're going to bet on Buffalo. I think it's going to be a close game. I really do. You realize that Kansas City hasn't scored more than 22 points in like over a month? And they're gonna, I think they're going to need to score more than 22 here. Oh, God. I'm going to take. I'm gonna go with teaser. I'm taking Buffalo and 10. I'm going to take the over as well. Yeah, I can live with that. And, you know, you got Green Bay and Tampa. You, Tampa Tampa looks a try. I can live with a Tampa teaser. If people are like a Tampa, you got them at plus, plus 10 and a half. Although a lot of people think Green Bay is going to win this game. I actually do think Green Bay is going to win, but... Man, I mean, no one gets rich betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs, bro. Let's just call it out for what it is. The only issue this, so with both games, by the way, weather could be an issue. It's far out yet, but last I checked, which was the last night on In Game Live, uh, Green Bay, there, it's going to be high 20s, possible snow. And by the, when I say snow, I'm not talking the flurries we saw on Saturday. I think it could be accumulation. Kansas City is very similar, except that it's going to be warmer, snow or rain. And uh, both seem to be pretty sure that it will have some kind of precipitation. That could make a difference there in either game. But uh, nah. when it comes to Tampa, I don't know. How, how are the, how are the skill players going to play in that cold? And the weather's getting warmer in both locations, George. It's 20. It's projected to be 29 degrees in Green Bay, and it's up to 48 in Kansas City. It can't snow if it's 48 degrees. <laughs> like, I'm just telling you what the weather said. Maybe it's going to get cold at night. Maybe it's going to drop. It well, still that, says that snow is, showers. That is, yeah. Not, but how can it be slow? You see, like, you know. So, look, it says for, uh, Sunday, Kansas City, 47 degrees. Uh, Sunday now just says showers. Like at 47 degrees, it can't snow. Like, yeah, well, like, and wind it's is. It's 2021, nine man. Do I have that's going on? I don't, I, nothing would shock me right now. I would shock me if it well, no, snows yeah. when it's 80. Well, we're not. <laughs> well, it's, 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 we can't start believing in things like, uh, you got to believe in science a little bit here, Kurtz. Uh, it's like gravity, gravity still exists, even though I get it. It's a whacked out year, but gravity still exists. If, you know, if I drop something, I don't need to see it hit the ground. I know it'll hit the ground. Um, but, yeah, I don't think weather's going to be a factor. Like I said, the wind the wind was a big issue in a Buffalo game. That's the only weather factor that's, you know, kicked in in the playoffs. Nine-mile-an-hour winds, Kansas City, six-mile-an-hour winds in Green Bay, which I can't even believe. It's almost impossible for this time of the year. But I will agree with you, George. The weather could change before now and then, right? Who the hell knows? So weather's not an issue in the National Hockey League. We had a full slate of games. Uh, today, your New York Islanders uh, did something that they don't normally do, beat the Boston Bruins. We were on the under uh, in this game. So we get right back at it uh, going into tomorrow, another full slate. The NHL uh, schedule is relentless, a lot of rematches, back-to-backs, and all that type of stuff. So uh, the Devils and the Rangers go at it uh, tomorrow. Buffalo and Philadelphia play once again, and of course... Um, of course, Buffalo uh, get you know get gets it done. Uh, what do you what are you uh, thinking of uh, with the National Hockey League schedule? And we're gonna take a break in a second. We'll get George's uh, George during the break. Think about your NHL picks uh, for tomorrow, or at least a couple of games to catch your eye. As you know, this NHL season has been relentless. These teams are just going at it, man. Every day, rematches. Every one of these games are so important, even though it's. Uh, 
you know, they say it's a marathon, not a sprint. This year it actually is a sprint with a 56-game schedule. The late-night anger management class continues. Bring it. Look, you have a simple choice. Keep listening and get the winning edge, or don't. And wish you had. We are Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Bon we are Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. some NFL uh, football. So, Kurtz, what are you looking at in the National Hockey League uh, tomorrow? Rangers and Devils on the board. Um, both these teams combined are 4-0 uh, to the under so far this year. Uh, Rangers, both games against the Islanders went under the number. Devils, both games against the Bruins went under the number. Uh, you know, looking at a 5.5 uh, right now, what's your take uh, with the NHL card overnight numbers right now? Yeah, I'm gonna have a parlay in all with the Rangers. Rangers, give me the Rangers and the Avalanche in a parlay. I like the games. Avalanche play the Kings later on that night. I'm also, you know, Kings minus a goal and a half plus money plus 120. Might go after that too. Winnipeg minus 120 against the Ottawa Senators. I want to see who's gonna start in goal that game for Winnipeg. Winnipeg has five games this week. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So if it's if it's Laurent Brassard and that not Hellebuck, then I probably won't go. But if it is Hellebuck, I'm probably going to play this game as well. They lost tonight. I don't think they're going to lose two in a row, not when the second one's to Ottawa. I'll like that one as well. I'll need to see if Patrick Lene is also going to get back in the lineup. He missed today's game with a shoulder injury. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to I'm going to take a long look at the Ottawa Senators uh, in that game. The Senators are going to be a live live scrappy team. Uh, this year, back-to-back for the Winnipeg Jets. Ottawa and Toronto isn't as close as people think. It's it's kind of close, but it's still it's still another road trip uh, for them. It's not it's a back-to-back in different cities. Um, so the Devils and the Rangers, as I stated, they're combined four and zero to the under on the season, guys. Uh, but historically, when they played against each other, going back to uh, the last year. Uh, four of the last five games have actually gone over uh, the number six, four, six, three, four, nothing, five, two, and four, two. So we've actually had some higher scoring games, but we'll be keeping our eye on the under of that game. We'll break it down on game time decisions. George Kurtz, Sports Grid. Thanks for stepping up, Kurtz. Anytime. Good luck. It's uh, George Kurtz uh, with us in the late night hours. We're not done yet. Level three coming up. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. <laughs> 